Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. See, this difference between Black Star Network and Black-owned media and something like CNN. You can't be Black-owned media and be scared. It's time to be smart. Bring your eyeballs home. You dig?
Well, today's Tuesday, November 15, 2022, coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered, streaming live on the Black Star Network. A Georgia sheriff has launched an investigation into how a black man was viciously and brutally attacked by jail guards. Jared Hobbs' attorney will join us to discuss how his, how his client was in custody on minor charges and ended up in the hospital. In staying in Georgia, the Democratic Party, the Warnock for Georgia campaign, the Democratic Senatorial Congressional Committee, they are uh, suing, suing the state over the issue of early voting. Republicans are claiming that there cannot be early voting beginning the day after a state holiday, one honoring a violent racist Robert E. Lee. But this differs from what both they previously said will break down exactly this particular lawsuit. With President Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness stuck in the courts, what does that mean for those drowning in debt? We'll talk with Jared Bath, Senior Director of Higher Education Policy for the Center for American Progress, the possibility of them extending um, the folks not having to pay their student loans. So we'll talk about that. Also, since Elon Musk acquired Twitter, it has been an absolutely uh, nut, just crazy show around there. Uh, social analysts and diversity uh, strategist Sheree Mitchell will join us talking about what is next for this app that African Americans has have used uh, for mobilization organization. Uh, could the end of Twitter be near? Also, tonight's Marketplace segment, we're featuring Dope Pieces Puzzle Company. Puzzles that bring black art uh, to life. Also, folks, my goodness, how dumb is Herschel Walker? Wait until I play for you what this fool said about gas emissions and the Green New Deal. I still know what the hell he's talking about. And also, you might remember Virginia McLaurin. She was the sister who was 106 years old, who was so excited to see President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama that she did a dance. Well, she's passed away at the age of 113. We'll show you, of course, uh, her visit to the White House. It is time to bring the funk on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Let's go. He's got it. Whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is, he's got the scoop, the fact, the fine. And when it breaks, he's right on time. And it's rolling. Best believe he's knowing. Putting it down from sports to news to politics. With entertainment just for kicks, he's rolling. Folks, uh, it is always painful. We have to show you a video of a black man being beaten by jail officials or even the cops as well. Uh, but this is the case out of Georgia. We're warning you right now uh, that if you need to turn away, do so. If it's triggering, please do so. Uh, and so let me set it up this way. So a, a black man in Georgia was arrested for traffic violations and drug possession charges. This took place September 3rd. That's all it was. He ends up being viciously attacked by jail deputies thrown against a wall in Camden County. Now, the security video I'm about to show you uh, has no audio, uh, and so we're just going to go ahead and play it right now, folks. And so, again, this is what happens uh, when they are there uh, in the jail. You see guards uh, there uh, coming up to uh, the outside of the cell, 
where 41-year-old Jared Hobbs is being held. And then four other guards all of a sudden come in. One unlocks the door, they enter the cell. Now, as soon as the deputies enter the cell, one deputy immediately goes for Hobbs' neck. I mean, so you see right here, okay, no rationale whatsoever. The other deputies follow attempting to subdue Hobbs. Now, again, there are four deputies on Hobbs. They are now punching him viciously. They eventually pull him out of the cell, slamming him against the wall while continue to beat him. Now, you see a black sheriff's deputy steps in. He's trying to somehow uh, intervene. These, these are four white deputies uh, who are beating on this black suspect. And so... Um, so you see, so you see the black um, uh, sheriff's deputy. They won't even allow him. He's trying to get in. You can see him trying to, uh, trying to get in, trying to uh, somehow. Um, uh, and we don't know again, you know, in terms of what his position is, what his capacity is. Uh, now we don't. Now we see them out of frame. Uh, we don't see, uh, you know, what is happening as uh, as he is being subdued, uh, but. Clearly, uh, that was a vicious attack. Uh, the attorney for Mr. Hobbs is uh, Harry Daniels. Uh, he joins us right now. Harry, glad to have you on the show. Um, so, first of all, why were they entering the jail cell? He was already being detained. What, what, are, what have they said as to why they entered the cell the way they did? Uh, first of all, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, according to their reports and the statements they gave uh, to Mr. Hobbs, uh, probation officer, federal probation officer in uh, North Carolina, the reason why they entered the cell in the first place, because they said Mr. Uh, Hobbs was being disruptive and was kicking on the cell door. Now, we received video uh, through his attorney who represented him on his federal probation. I give you some content and background as to how he is a, a, a lawyer in North Carolina gave access to the footage. Uh, Mr. Hobbs was on federal probation. He had served his time in federal prison for uh, fraud. He was on probation. He uh, was driving through the state of Georgia, Camden County, which is right above Jacksonville, Florida, before he entered to the state of Florida. Uh, he was stopped for speeding. Uh, once he was stopped for speeding, it was determined that he had no license. Uh, it was smelled, uh, according to the police report, smell of uh, odor marijuana. They subsequently did a, uh, a search, and they found Schedule One uh, drugs was ecstasy, and he was arrested. So he was arrested on those possession charges, speeding and driving out license. Upon entering the jail, Mr. Uh, Hobbs was having a mental crisis. He was having a mental crisis at the time, and he requested to be uh, placed in confinement, uh, or he was uh, determined that he needed to be placed in the confinement, kind of like what they call the suicide watch or the mental health unit of the jail. That's why Mr. Hobbs had this gown on, this blue gown, and he was naked up under that gown. Uh, usually when you go into suicide watch or that particular part of a jail, you are uh, your clothes are taken from you just in case you have something that can hurt yourself, uh, your clothing. So he was inside the holding cell. Uh, Mr. Hobbs positioned that he did not do these things. He did not beat on the door. He did not was not cursing. Uh, he, I think he said he used profanity when he was accused of beating on the door. They didn't like what Mr. Hobbs said. Uh, and even if Mr. Hobbs was kicking the door, once they came into the cell, Mr. Hobbs was compliant. Uh, and like you said, immediately, uh, Roland, they immediately went to his neck, grabbed him by the neck, placed him against the wall, and beginning an all outright assault on Mr. Uh, Mr. Hobbs. 
the way we got the video, well, they charged Mr. Hobbs. All these things is happening to him. They charged Mr. Hobbs with nine felonies, nine counts. They said he beat the officers. He was obstructive. He caused injuries to the officers. So based on that, Mr. Hobbs was probation was violated. Well, Mr. Hobbs' attorney in North Carolina said his client said he didn't do these things. Show us the video. Wait, 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 wait. They claim that in the video that we just saw, Hobbs assaulted them. That's correct. And I'm sorry, wait a minute. So the video, wait a minute, help me out. So this is, come on, pull it up. This is the beginning of the video. That's ro the ro roll of the it video. back, roll it back, y'all. Roll it back. And first of all, y'all give me the video in my monitor behind me, that'd be great. So it's free to right there. Free, no, go back, go back. So here's Hobbs in the video. I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure what's in his hand. His back is, his back is to, don't play it yet, please. His back is to the door. Mm -hmm. He's not even looking at the door. He, leave it right there. His back is to the door. So he's not looking at the door. Obviously, they uh, unlock, come in. Now, press play. All of a sudden, stop right there. So the officer comes in, immediately grabs his neck, pushes him down, head up against the wall, roll it. Okay, he sits down. Okay. I s now hand on his mouth, they turn him around. At no point do I see in this, all of a sudden, now they start punching him in the head. At no point do I see him beating the cops. Yeah, it's all right, live, uh, Roland. And I can tell you that we get that. The, the and that's what they put in the police report, right? That's what they, so they put in the police report that he assaulted them. There we go, lying in reports again. Go ahead. He was charged nine counts. Uh, so that was one of the bases that his probation officer said, we're going to violate your probation because in Camden County, they said you assaulted an obstructed nine counts of, of obstruction. Well, his attorney in North Carolina sought that information and said, well, show me the video. Once the video was received by the, by the probation officer in North Carolina and uh, the United States Attorney's Office in North Carolina, where his probation case was pending, they immediately dismissed. They said there's no way this man had committed assault. So wait a minute, so wait a minute, hold up. So the probation officer in the U.S. Attorney's Office said no way, which now means y'all could call them to testify against these officers who lied. Yeah, they, and, they, and not only did they beat him, they lied to, a, to, the, to the Department of Justice. They lied to the courts. They lied to the federal government about what happened to Mr. Hobbs. They, was no, they, they never thought this video would come out. Uh, the way this video came out, because they had to produce this video to the federal government, the prosecution for Mr. Hobbs' probation violation. They had to. Had no choice. Uh, his lawyer requested it, and once he requested it, saw what happened to his client, he immediately knew that you need to get a lawyer, you need to get a civil rights attorney, and they called our office. See, this, see, this is the thing that... I, I say this all the time, all the time, that these cops, they lie repeatedly in their police reports. And this is right. why... And, I, and I'm not suggesting that body cam footage is the be-all to end-all, but this is precisely why you have to record everything with these cops. Dash cam videos, body cam videos, cameras in jail cells, because they will lie in order to protect themselves to try to sit here and throw somebody in prison.
Yeah, Marlon, when I was a defense attorney, a lot of times we would see reports from law enforcement. Those reports are slanted towards prosecution, not until we actually saw the video, the evidence, or talk to witnesses, and witnesses say, hey, I didn't even make those statements. Those statements were made by the police. I'm not saying it always happened, but in this case, they never thought this video would see the light of day. This video, uh, as a black man, and watching this video, this man getting beaten, and and another thing that stood out to me about these, these police officers, it doesn't matter the race, but it races plays a part. They beat him. Uh, he was not fighting back. Then you see the other detention officer, a black man, stand by and do nothing. Well, actually, I, so well, I, I get your point. As I was watching it, it looked like he was trying to somehow get in, but the four of them blocked him out. There was a video that we played um, a couple of weeks ago where there was a family that was angry with a sentencing that came down, uh, and the white officer was just going, cra I mean, literally about to just cause a scene, and it was a black cop who was trying to sit here and calm everything down. So I, I would love to hear what that black uh, sheriff's officer has to say, uh, but when I saw that video, again, the four, them four white cops had him blocked out. They were sitting well, here know, saying, we're going to beat this you, man out. But, you know, I, but I still need to understand, I would still would love to hear what he has to say, and did he stand by them and they lied about the police report? Well, he was the ones that he was one of the officers that was uh, considered to be uh, a a, uh, a uh, obstruction upon him. So he's one of the counts that that was brought against Mr. Hobbs. So uh, doing nothing or or, or we not that's a lie. He he knew that he was one of, considered one of the victims in his case. So uh, you know, different strokes, different folks. He didn't do enough, and he stood by the lie. Uh, currently, and we and let, let me let me let me just be very clear. The way they went in that cell and what they did, Mr. Hobbs, Roland, this is not their first time. Roland, oh, absolutely. They knew the video was in there. They didn't care. In fact, uh, once this video became public, other people started calling. We got a call from other lawyers who have clients they represent in, in currently in litigation against this sheriff office. Uh, we have an affidavit. And this, we will release this affidavit probably tomorrow to the, you all, to the media and the public, where the person who's in charge, who was in charge of doing the, invest, do, doing the investigations inside of the jail, use of force investigations, that they try to cover up. She testified that they tried to cover up use of forces because they didn't want to appear that they was liable or admitted to liability in there. She gave an affidavit in wow. another case where a person's heads was split open. And when he was strip searched by just coming into jail for a DUI. Wow. So these are these, this it's more to this story. This is a systematic environment, culture, atmosphere that allow these officers to believe that they can beat people without any regards or not even a recourse for anything happening to them. So, I mean, you can look at this video. They are stomping this guy. It's a it's like a gang initiation. Like they try to initiate him into a gang, they're beating him. You know, and there's nothing. That can be said. This, this is a video where it shouldn't be polarizing. You know, if there, if this was a dog they were beating, they'd be charged yep. with cruelty animals. Uh, the George, we, we just learned recently as an hour ago that the Georgia Bureau investigation will be conducting an investigation in this matter. The district attorney has called on for the Georgia Bureau investigation to conduct an independent investigation. And not just that, Roland. Uh, we will be uh, searching, uh, reaching out to the Department of Justice for the Federal Bureau investigation. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll be turning investigations with the, with the, with the, well. 
but with the kind of action uh, Kristen Clark's uh, Civil Rights Division has taken against other uh, jail uh, guards and wardens, uh, I fully expect uh, these folks uh, to be facing some federal uh, federal um, uh, prison time for their behaviors. Attorney Harry Daniels, we appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Roland. Hey, man, it's always good to have a cue on your show. Uh, well, you know, somebody got to feel sorry for y'all. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks a bunch. All right, y'all. Uh, speaking of a cue, uh, Michael Brown, former DNC chair, finance committee, he's so happy he finally got a, a, a cue doing something of value uh, on the show because he's tired of these alphas running this thing. Uh, also joining us, Dr. Larry J. Walker, speaking of an alpha, assistant professor, University of Central Florida, uh, Rebecca Carruthers. She's the vice president for a fair elections uh, center. Uh, and I am, right, oh, she's she, she throwing up her pinky. So, you know, I, we see you, we see you. Uh, and of course, uh, I, this was one of the souvenirs I got in 2020 uh, from the Warnock team. You know, it's a little chilly here. I decided to wear it. And yeah, Michael, I'm repping that alpha. It's black and gold. The colors ain't no incident, ain't no, ain't no accident. All right, uh, let's get right to it. Uh, Larry, uh, I, I want to start with you. Uh, look, I, I, I keep saying over and over and over again, cops, if they lie on the reports, Automatic firing. Automatic firing, because that's an official document. They're under the color of law. And, and this is stuff that Kaepernick was protesting when all these white folks lost their minds. And you, we see what happened, and they straight lie. They, the video does not lie. Not any, they, they didn't get attacked, didn't get hit. They straight lied. That should, I just believe, if you lie on a police report, it should be automatic firing, and you should not be allowed to work in law enforcement ever again. I agree 100%, Roland. And it's an interesting watching, you know, sadly watching the video. It reminds me of the many of the other videos we've talked about on your show in terms of how law enforcement are treating folks, whether, you know, it's police on the street, treating black people on the street, or they're waiting trial for, for you know, for whatever, for various reasons. But we've had to put an end to this. I agree with you that these individuals should be fired immediately. They lied and also submitted a document in which they lied. The other thing about it is, and you had the gentleman's civil rights attorney, he talked about the eight or nine counts they charged him with. I mean, you can essentially end someone's life, the, the ability to find a job, find somewhere to live. And so we have to keep all this in mind in terms of filing a false report. And the other thing is, Roland, in terms of video, you highlighted this, that his back was turned. They walked in and assaulted him right away, grabbed him by his neck, and this began to this began punching him severely. The other thing is, when he's pulled out and thrown against the wall, I mean, we've seen cases rolling in the past where this has ended up with, with, with um, individuals ending up with, um, you know, spinal problems, challenges, not be able to walk again for the rest of their lives. So I'm hoping that uh, Georgia and the federal government hold these individuals accountable. And, and I can certainly, you know, I, and I'll feel for this for this brother who's certainly just, like I said, just kind of, you know, sitting in the cell. But we just can't continue to allow individuals in law enforcement to behave like this, uh, like cowboys and, you know, be people and then think they will get away, away with it. We have to charge these individuals, and they should lose their jobs immediately. And, and Rebecca, that, that, that's absolutely uh, it. Uh, and, and these folks who talk about, well, reform, and let's give more money to training. They are highly critical of defund the police. But it's amazing for all, all the folk uh, who love talking about back to blue, it's amazing how quiet they get when videos like this pop up. Well, we keep hearing it's only a few bad apples, but it's apparent that it's a bad orchard. 
Um, the other thing that I, I do want to talk about when it comes to national standards, there are no national standards for law enforcement. For example, in the state of Alabama, you can have a GED and no additional training to now have a gun and a badge, to have the ability to have to do the lawful taking of someone's life if, quote unquote, the situation calls for it. So we do need national standards. There has to be training, but even taking a further step back. When it comes to mental health crises, folks should not be in um, our criminal legal system. When it comes to mental health crises, law enforcement should not be a part of that. Yes, we should figure out for safety, how do we make sure that there's adequate counselors, adequate people to protect the counselors going into sometimes volatile situations. But it's apparent our criminal legal system just isn't working out for us. And I would say on a personal note, I have family members who have mental illness. And one of the things that my family talks about is what do we do in a crisis? What are planned for dealing with crisis? Do we call the police or who do we call when we're in the middle of a mental health crisis with some of those family members? Uh, and, and this just, and Michael, we just keep seeing it over and over and over again. And again, they, de they demonize activists and others who say it's time to end this stuff. But how about the people who are running around supporting uh, these cops uh, stand up? In fact, in, in, in Pennsylvania, uh, the Republicans in the Pennsylvania House are trying to impeach Larry Krash and the district attorney. And who is leading that effort? It's the Philadelphia Police Union because they are pissed off that Krasner has been holding cops accountable for official misconduct. That's why they want to get rid of him. And Republicans are crying, oh, it's, it's crime, it's crime, when they have no proof, no evidence whatsoever. But it is the police union in Philadelphia that's upset that this DA dares to hold cops accountable, just like the, 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 the union in Baltimore targeted uh, Marilyn Mosby, okay? That's, that, that's what, because she decided to hold the cops uh, accountable uh, for, uh, 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 for the case there. I mean, th this is what we're dealing with. These cops cannot stand their unions, fraternal order police, they cannot stand accountability. No, and as we've talked about on, on numerous occasions, Roland, is the uh, politic dynamic, the politic dynamic in, uh, in a lot of jurisdictions, whether it's a, a more traditional um, kind of law enforcement or whether it's correctional officers, whoever it is, um, whether you carry a badge or not. Now that we have video of these outrageous acts, frankly, the police union shouldn't want these kind of folks in their unions. So there should be some discussion now, legislatively, and I know we sometimes talk about this, these harsh penalties, but until, and again, you and I have talked about this on numerous occasions, until you put pensions on the line, and get and deal with that qualified immunity, this will continue to happen. Because we thought, now that there are body cams, and now that there's video of these kind of activities, the world would change. Well, the world's not changing until the legislation changes and people are held accountable legislatively. And that's where elected officials have to now, it's, it's difficult. I know it's difficult. I'm a former elected official. It's difficult to stand up 
to whether it's a teacher's union. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. A police union because people are fearful that they won't get their endorsement and won't get those votes. But in, if you're serving the people, it seems to me that you need to approach the unions on the front end and say, hey, how can we work together? Because I know you don't want these knuckleheads within your ranks. That's the only way that this is going to be fixed, Roland, even with video. And look, it's just it's just crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Well, this is the sort of stuff that we see uh, all uh, the time. All right, folks, hold tight one second. Got to go to break. We come back. We're going to talk what's happening in Georgia, uh, where you have lawsuits taking place uh, over uh, the beginning of early voting, how Republicans, again, are trying to rig the game to keep Democrats from winning. We'll tell you about that also. <sighs> Herschel Walker is just dumb, y'all. Georgia, y'all have got to, my lord, 
Y'all have got to make sure this fool, that the only way he goes to the U.S. Senate is if he's going and visiting somebody. That man has no business being a United States Senator. Wait until I play for you what this fool had to say about uh, emissions from cars and the Green Deal. Literally, I'm still trying to figure out what the hell he was talking about. I have absolutely no idea. Folks, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the like button, y'all. It's more than 2,000 of y'all watching right now. Stop talking for free, okay? Click the like button. It ain't gonna hurt you. Don't cost you nothing. And when I come back, we should easily have 1,000 likes, all right? We should be waiting a whole hour, hit 1,000 likes. If you are um, watching on, on the Black Star Network app, if you're watching on Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, hit, do the same thing. Hit the share button, hit the like button. We appreciate that. Speaking of that, download the Black Star Network app, available on all platforms, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. You can also, uh, of course, support us. Uh, your resources make it possible for us to do what we do by, by joining our Bring the Funk fan club. Send your check and money orders to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale is rolling at rollinsmartin.com, rolling at rollinmartinunfiltered.com. And get a copy of my book, White Fear, How the Brownie of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds. Lord have mercy. Uh, Y'all, you know it's true. They at all bookstores, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, download on Audible, or order from your favorite black bookstore. We'll be right back. It's about us. We are in sunny South Dallas. The election is coming up. It's super important that folks know who they are voting for, but more importantly, what they are voting for. Y'all, we got the free shirts and free lunch right over here. Freedom is our birthright. No matter what we're up against, we're sending a message in Dallas and Texas and in the country. We won't back down. That's what this bus tour is all about. The housing cost is one of the most capitalized areas that we have found people who are marginalized that are brown and black. We are suffering the most, and I think that we have the biggest vote and the biggest impact in this election. I'm voting for affordable housing, for sure. We should not be paying the cost of a utility failure because our elected officials are too proud to say, we need help. I know that we can bring out our people to vote. It's a part of our birthright. Right. It's a part of our heritage. And surely, it's a part of our prison, a part of our future. That's right. That's what's up. And we won't black down. Forward that message to five friends, because in that message, it's got links to how to get registered, how to check your registration status. Like I said, 2.30, we'll start um, rendezvousing right here on this street. I am voting to let our voice be heard in the rural communities that, hey, we are people too. There are things that we need. Free shirts, free food, and lots of power. We are in Longview, Texas, where black voters matter, 365. Whatever type of oppression a white supremacist throws our way, we will not black down. We are in relentless pursuit of liberation of our people. Freedom is liberation for black bodies and black communities to make economic change through political power. Freedom is choice. 
We won't black down. 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 On a next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, we meet Ricky Fairley. She was given a death sentence by her doctor 11 years ago. But for Ricky, giving up was not an option. She declared war on her disease, turned her entire life upside down, and won the battle. I know that God left me here to do this work. And when you talk about faith, faith is what got me through. I mean, I had to relinquish my faith and, and give my life to God and say, okay, God, what have you got for me? And uh, he gave me my purpose. And that's why I'm here. Her amazing story of strength, balance, and survival here on A Balanced Life with Dr. Jackie on Black Star Network. Hey, everybody, it's your man, Fred Hammond. Hi, my name is Brescia Webb, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Ow. Well, I like a nice filter usually, but we can be unfiltered. A Missouri federal judge has blocked President Joe Biden's student loan debt forgiveness plan. Uh, President, again, that plan, of course, was blocked Monday by the St. Louis 8th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. The court continued a block on debt forgiveness stemming from a court case in October where the court put the program on hold while it considered efforts by several states that questioned whether the Biden administration can waive or modify the terms of federal loans. Jared Bass is the senior director of higher education policy at, for, at the Center for American Progress. Uh, Jared, glad to have you here. Uh, you know, some folks are saying that the Biden administration should have anticipated these court moves and should have moved faster uh, to be able to get folks uh, to apply and then to begin the, the process of student loan debt forgiveness. Now we're hearing the White House is considering extending this moratorium on paying back student loans. What are y'all hearing? And just what do you think, again, uh, of these, these federal courts uh, stopping this action? You know, first, I, I just have to say, so, you know, the Biden administration set out at the beginning of this, this whole program, you know, assessing their legal authority uh, and in their opinion, and they've even doubled down on that uh, most recently, you know, do you believe that they have the legal standing, legal authority to be able to issue broad-based debt cancellation? Um, and so they are in the process of appealing, uh, you know, the court's decision, uh, Northern District Court, uh, Texas, a uh, Trump appointee who actually issued that opinion um, late last week, you know, two days after the election. Um, so, you know, that's one, you know, this is something that we will see the White House continue to fight, um, as they've said, that they believe that the law is on their side. You know, it's it's important to hear to note that some 40 million or plus 40 million, uh, you know, individuals in our country are going to be eligible um, or are eligible for debt cancellation. Uh, the White House had already received over 20 plus million applications when the program was active. Um, and also had, you know, taken steps to process around 16 million. So that's 16 million borrowers who were um, just on the cusp of relief, you know, before this opinion had, uh, had come down. And that program is going to be open through December 2023. So, you know, we were likely to see and we saw steps and the administration taking steps to provide relief, as it said it was going to. I think the part here not to get lost is, you know, while debt cancellation is one piece, this was part of a larger uh, comprehensive plan from the White House to address the issue of student debt in our country. So we saw that with, you know, changes to the public service loan forgiveness that came out, extension of the payment pause, 
uh, which I'll talk about here in a minute again. And then also income-driven repayment uh, plan as well that the White House and you know Department of Education are still working on um, rolling out to make repayment and life easier for borrowers once student loan payments turn back on. Uh, so one thing up for consideration that we're hearing is you know whether or not as part of this comprehensive plan, uh, since that cancellation is, is temporarily on hold, um, whether or not it would make sense to extend the payment pause beyond January 1st. And that's something that you know, reporting from Washington Post and other outlets uh, has reported, you know, the White House is considering. So I think, you know, all options are on the table, but, you know, this is still part of a comprehensive strategy from the White House and from, you know, uh, those in Congress who support it to, to pursue, um, you know, debt relief for, for borrowers. Um, but is there anything that people can do or is this simply now going to have to just wind itself through uh, the court system? So while this is winding its way through the court system, one easy task, you know, for those who have student loans is just to sign up for updates on studentaid.gov. So that same website that people were using to fill out the application for debt relief, they can go on studentaid.gov and sign up for updates uh, for information around the status of the program, what the administration is doing, and also for updates around some other key initiatives that the department's working on to provide relief to borrowers. Um, all right, then. Well, look, uh, this is one of those issues that played a huge role uh, in the election, has, has uh, major financial ramifications, uh, and we certainly hope uh, to see some action, uh, some positive action from these courts uh, when it comes to this issue. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. Thanks a bunch. Uh, back to my panel here. Michael, look, here's the deal. Uh, this is why we talk about why, why courts matter. Uh, you have Republicans who seek out these Trump judges, for the purpose of, again, uh, getting them to rule uh, a certain way. Uh, Democrats now control the Senate. Uh, they now will have another two years to continue to fill uh, as many of these uh, federal vacancies as possible. This is why this is important. And, and you know, I, I love these yahoos who, who try to come at me talking about, oh, you've been a shield for the Democratic Party. I can show you case after case how Trump-appointed judges are ruling against issues that many of us care about. This is why how you vote matters. Who controls the White House? Who controls the Senate? It has an impact on who these federal judges are who serve for life. Absolutely correct. As, you know, elections have consequences, and this is part of the consequence of when you hold the United States Senate, uh, where you get to control these judges. And frankly, history has shown uh, how you're supposed to treat these, these seats that are vacant. Uh, for example, and we'll just use the last couple of presidents, um, President Obama did not do a very good job of filling these seats. Um, yes, he appointed a couple to the uh, to the Supreme Court, clearly, and I'm not saying he didn't, didn't uh, appoint any federal judges, but it's almost like his, uh, his, his team was always looking for kind of the perfect judge. Like, you could never have gotten a B on your report card ever in life uh, to serve. Uh, number 45... Uh, whoever, however people refer to him, it did a, a fat, frankly, a great job. He didn't care. He just wanted a conservative judge that was young. If you fit those two criteria and that you were on the federal Federalist list, if you're on that list, you were young. Obviously, if you're on that list, you're already very conservative. That's good enough for him. And he was just filling these seats that Obama didn't fill to President Biden. Well, I actually, remember, 
that Obama was also blocked from feeling. Uh, Mitch McConnell, the Republicans, blocked. But yeah, but you're right. The Obama folks were not aggressive uh, in those first four to five years uh, when they controlled the Senate to be able to appoint judges. As I mentioned, having the Senate, elections have consequences. President Biden, to his credit, is filling those seats, those vacant seats uh, that, that, that 45 didn't get a chance to fill because he was not reelected. Now Biden's going to fill those seats. And so hopefully you'll start to see a change in those district court judges, then the appellate judge, and then obviously you have folks that can uh, serve on the Supreme Court. So uh, elections have consequences. I'm glad we still hold the Senate. So President Biden will continue to get these judges through. And, 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 I, and I, I'll tell you this, Rebecca, I, it, it really pisses me off uh, when I hear these idiots who talk about, uh, oh, you know, uh, the Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson, you know, that's not substantive. And we see story after story of how federal judges rule. I mean, look, uh, the black judge in D.C., uh, Judge Emmett, um, name is, uh, last name, uh, you know, he just ru ruled against Title 42 that has been used to deport uh, illegal immigrants. Federal people, I, 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 I say this repeatedly because, again, it, this is the craziest thing. I am a native of Texas. It is stuck in my head, Justice William Wayne Justice. Why? I don't know. There's no other federal justice uh, besides the black one, that federal judge, that it just stuck in my head. Why? Because for more than 20 years in watching the news, it was, his name was always in the news because he oversaw the Texas jail system, the Texas prison system. It was always in the paper. It was always on television. So for, for more than, for, again, for more than half my life, I kept hearing about this judge Federal Judge William Wayne Justice, perfect name for a judge, um, who oversaw the heinous, corrupt Texas prison system. That is the power of these federal judges. And so when people are walking in that ballot box, that's one of the issues you should be voting on. Who will, who will be the kind of judges this person appoints? Well, one thing that we see on the conservative side is that they have a list of folks who they want to make sure that they become judges once they're in power. So on the progressive side, we need to see that list, too. Um, the reason why we need to see it so those conversations can happen within communities so folks know, hey, if I vote for this particular person, then these are the types of judges that they will appoint. I will say, out of the four of us here, I'm still paying on my student loans. And I'm not happy that I still got student loans that I'm paying on. Um, but even with this latest like batch of lawsuits, including the threat of lawsuits um, since August, um, the student loans that I have is under the FELP program, the, um, the Federal Family Education Loan Program. Those particular loans don't even qualify under Biden's plan. But then initially, Biden was trying to make those qualify. But then there was a threat of lawsuits. So then Biden said, well, hey, if you are able to consolidate your loans into direct loans serviced by the Education Department by September 29th, and it's one of those felt loans, then, yeah, we could go in and pull you in, too. However, many people who I know, like me, 
didn't consolidate in time. And also some of those people now are in points of their career where they're making just a little bit above what the um, threshold is for that forgiveness. So we're all still paying loans and we're in our 40s. Larry. Yeah, so I want to say to my colleague, I'm in the same boat with you in terms of <laughs> continue to pay back, you know, uh, student loans. And Roland, one of the points I want to make about this issue regarding student loan debt is this is a civil rights issue. And I don't think the Biden administration, purposely or not, didn't frame it as that frame it in that way. We know it has, based on the data that African Americans incur more student debt than than white former white students, and we know this because this is connected to racial inequities in our country, particularly when it comes to housing, in terms of how much wealth you have to send your kids off to college. So once again, black folks incur a lot of debt. So we have to shape this as a civil rights issue. And I certainly hope that the Biden administration does extend the moratorium because, you know, it's just not realistic, particularly during holiday season, to think that people are going to be able to restart and start making these, making these payments over again. And it's going to be really interesting in terms of how, you know, in terms of what happened with the courts. Already, the Biden administration has had two losses back to back. But uh, I also want to, like I said, highlight, as I said, this is a racial, this is a racial uh, civil rights issue, is that many of these Trump-appointed judges understand that. And in fact, we, we saw a couple weeks ago, Roland, when, when the lawsuits was filed, they specifically talked about, and I think it was somewhere in the Midwest, specifically talked about that, that, that the student loan debt disproportionately benefits black students. So let's be clear about what this is in terms of, once again, this is centered within economics and race. Folks, this is real simple. Uh, as you're sitting out here and you're sort of deciding you know, what it is that you know, matters to you, understand we're going to see more of this. Understand the courts matter. The right understands that they've been pissed off with the federal courts all after Brown versus Board of Education. They've been angry about uh, the, F the Civil Rights Act, the Voting Rights Act, the Fair Housing Act. They were angry uh, at how the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, how they really use the power of the law uh, to make uh, desegregation real. And they made it clear that after Roe v. Wade and other decisions that they were going to go after the court in a significant way. That's why they had the long game. And so I think Democrats have finally woken the hell up to that and now realize that and that when you have the power, you use it and you don't apologize and you use it in a very aggressive manner. That, to me, folks, what has to happen. And so uh, we'll see what happens when it comes to the student loan debt uh, forgiveness. But trust me, they are going to try to go after this administration in every possible way on any decision, executive order or not, because they do not want them to actually help the American people. It's as simple as that. Got to go to a break. We come back. We're going to talk about Herschel Walker, the Georgia race. Republicans, again, trying to rig the election to keep folks from voting. We'll talk about those two issues. Uh, folks, again, if you are watching us right now on YouTube, y'all hit the like button. I've said to you numerous times how uh, these things matter when it comes to their algorithm. It has a direct impact uh, on views, on recommendations. It also has a direct impact on the revenue that we generate on YouTube as well. And so uh, more than 3,000 people are watching. We have 1,100 likes. We should easily be hitting 2,000 or 3,000 likes 
today. And trust me, I, I look at the dashboard every single day. I look at the numbers. I look at the subscribers that we now have. I look at uh, the revenue that we generate, and it gives me a daily report uh, on that particular revenue. Uh, and just so you understand why hitting the like button is important, over the last 28 days, over the last 28 days, uh, our channel uh, has had 157% more views than usual in the last 28 days. Uh, and so trust me, uh, that matters. And, I, and it absolutely has an impact on the revenue as well. And so please hit that like button, hit that share and like button on Facebook, on Twitch, on Instagram, if you're on the app, uh, sit here, be involved in the conversation as well. We appreciate all that dialogue. We also want you to download our app. Uh, and the reason we want you to download our app is because, uh, and we appreciate being on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitch, but we don't own those platforms. If they decide to all of a sudden make a shift, uh, well then we are beholden to that, uh, but by having our own OTT uh, network, uh, we control that 100%. It is 100% black owned. And so we want you to download the Black Star Network app, available on all platforms, folks, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. And we also want you folks uh, to join our Bring the Funk fan club. Uh, I've said on numerous times, folks, I've said on numerous times that we, we need 2,000 fans this month and in December contributing an average of $50. And what we ask of our fans is to give 50 bucks for the year. There are people who say, I can't afford that. They give less. We appreciate every dollar. There are people who give more. I've had people literally walk up to me at events to put money in my hand, checks and, and cash in my hand saying, hey, uh, I support uh, this show. Uh, your dollars absolutely are critically important to us uh, because we're out here fighting the good fight when it comes to advertising. Yes, you've seen ads from Target and we appreciate uh, the buy that they did. We previously had ads last year from Amazon and Verizon. Uh, you've, seen, uh, you've seen ads from Coca-Cola, uh, but we don't have year-long contracts uh, with, uh, with these companies. And so your resources make it possible for us to do what we do. Over the next uh, several weeks, y'all, we're gonna be in Georgia. We're gonna have multiple crews in Georgia. And we're gonna be at the Bayou Classic. We're gonna be at the SWAC Championship. We're gonna be at the Celebration Bowl. We're gonna be covering these events. Uh, uh, you know, DeMario Simmons is trying to get me to go to Oklahoma uh, to cover a story there. All of this actually costs money. And, and understand, like the other day when folks were like, hey, Roland, it would be great for you to come down here and volunteer with us in Georgia. Guess what? The, air the airplane ticket, that ain't no volunteer money. Paying the crew, hotels, per diem, all of that actually cost. Uh, and so your support is critically important for us to do what we do. And again, what our target goal for the year is for 20,000 of our fans to annually give at least 50 bucks each. That comes out to be a million dollars. That absolutely is huge for us to be able to do what we are doing. Uh, here, you can take a shot of this. And so again, when you look at this studio, when you saw what happened on election night, when you look at, when you look at over here, when, when it comes to our green screen, when you look at uh, the set over here, when you look at all of these monitors and televisions in here, something breaks down, gotta pay for it. One of our cameras uh, uh, got damaged. I just sent that camera off to Canon uh, to fix that camera, that Canon camera is $1,700. That's just straight up. 
It's seventeen hundred dollars, uh, and so you know to cover the cost of uh, you know of that camera. If you're talking about uh, folks uh, who give fifty bucks, that means thirty-four of our fans. If they give fifty bucks, that covers the cost of that camera. That's just straight up real. Uh, and so again, what you are seeing, uh, what we're building here, is something special. And this is not just about me. Okay, I could have easily said, hey, my show, just me, we're good. Hey, I could do this from the basement, uh, pocket the money and go play golf. But no, we're trying to build something that's much larger than me. This is bigger than me. This is why we created the Black Star Network. And so when you see Roger Muhammad's Daily Show, when you see Greg uh, Carr's Weekly Show, uh, when you see Deborah Owens' Weekly Show, Jackie Hood Martin's Weekly Show, Stephanie Humphrey's uh, Weekly Show, when you see the uh, Everett the Bi-Weekly Show, Rolling with Rolling, uh, all of that, folks, is a part of this master plan. The, the events that we cover, and I'll give you the perfect example. When, when you're seeing us cover these live events with Associated Press, do understand, do understand, Associated Press is costing $195,000 a year. So when you see us showing you know, live events from Capitol Hill, uh, the, these hearings or other events, that actually, we're paying for that. That's almost $200,000 a year for that. When you look at the, our Black Star Network app, that's $160,000 that we pay annually to Vimeo to house and build the particular app, okay? Where we are, this fantastic studio, 5,200 square feet here on Black Lives Matter Plaza in Washington, D.C. This is $16,000 a month. And I'm purposely laying these numbers out to you because I think a lot of times people actually call me and they don't think this thing is real and I'm walking them through what these costs are. When you look at the lighting that you see right here, go back to that shot there, uh, Henry. When you see the lighting here, folks, uh, we literally just finished uh, adding the additional lights in here to light the entire studio. Uh, I just got the invoice today. This is 13,500 to finish what we did. And so I just need you to understand that, uh, yeah, it is, it, you know, it is real. And so when people call me, hey, man, we'd love for you to cover this, not understanding when we get in that vehicle, that gas, that crew, all that stuff costs. Uh, and so we're trying to build something and understand, we look at the numbers. Fox News brings in a billion and a half dollars a year. CNN brings in nearly a billion dollars a year. MSNBC, almost $700 million a year. There is no, and let me repeat this, there is no black-owned media company that does the amount of news that we do day in and day out. Not Ebony, not Black Enterprise, not Essence, not Group Black, not Blavity, not Byron Allen, none of them do what we do on a daily basis. And so we're upstart. This show is four years old. This, this network uh, is one year old. And trust me, we don't get the dollars that they get. So when you support us, trust me, your money is going to support this show and what we're building. And so you can send your check-in money orders to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. The cash app is dollar sign RM unfiltered. 
The PayPal is rmartin unfiltered. Venmo is rm unfiltered. Zelle is rolling at rollinsmartin.com, rolling at rollinmartinunfiltered.com. And when you buy a copy of my book, White Fear, trust me, that money goes into this show. Uh, I made that decision, and so just understand what it is we're trying to do here. And so, White Fear, how the Brown of America is making white folks lose their minds, it would be great for us to sell 50,000 copies of this book. Uh, so tell a friend, get their copy as well. I got people who buy the copy. When I give my speeches, they come up to me, hey, can you sign it? Absolutely, uh, anytime. Uh, and so, and Ben Bella Books, uh, I partnered with him to publish the book. There were other major publishers who passed on the book because they thought it wasn't gonna sell. I love, would love to show them how wrong they absolutely were. And so again, Ben Bella Books, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, IndieBound, Bookshop, Chapters, Books A Million, Target. You can also download your copy on Audible, order through your favorite black bookstore. Going to a break, we'll be right back. On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, we talk about the principles of mindset, strategy, and execution. This week, we're adding a fourth, faith. You're going to hear from a mother and daughter duo who are helping thousands of Black women build wealth all through their faith. You are more than you can ever imagine. Not just obtaining things to show that, but seeing yourself. Making your faith work for you, that's right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. Pull up a chair, take your seat. The Black Tape with me, Dr. Greg. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Star here on the Black Star Network. Every week, we'll take a deeper dive into the world we're living in. Join the conversation only on the Black Star Network. Hello, everyone. I'm Godfrey, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. And while he's doing Unfiltered, I'm practicing the wobble. All right, folks, since Elon Musk uh, purchased Twitter, it has been imploding before our very eyes. Folks have been laid off. It's all kind of drama. He spends $44 billion. Uh, he fires the CEO, the top executives. He's cut 75% of the workforce. Uh, now they've seen a mass exodus of employees uh, as he announces that bankruptcy is uh, not off the table. Racial slurs have dramatically increased. They've cut back, again, uh, on the monitoring uh, as well. The Center for Countering Digital Hate found 26,200 tweets and retweets containing the N-word were published between October 31st and November 6th. High-profile users like Whoopi Goldberg, Shonda Rhimes, and others are leaving. Advertisers are putting their money on hold. It is an absolute shit show at Twitter. Joining us now is Shereen Mitchell, social analyst and diversity strategist. Uh, Shereen, glad to have you here. I mean, uh, I don't think we've ever seen uh, 
this a company just completely uh, just erode goodwill in this this quick period of, of time. Uh, in fact, he was tweeting today how happy he was to welcome back some folks who he fired because they, they fired people and went, oh, damn, uh, we might need to bring them people back. Exactly. I always find it fascinating. Um, at the end of the day, I think some of the challenges that we have is that there are people like this who think that they can just do whatever they want on these platforms, and he's just one of those examples. He, unfortunately, is going to have to deal with uh, FTC uh, uh, consent decrees. He also has several other items that he's going to have to deal with. And ultimately, at the end of the day, I think that people don't realize that this is not just about money. This is about all the other things that I swear that, like, they think that he can just do whatever he wants because he's now made the company private. But that's not true. He cannot do whatever he wants. And all those issues that, that, we, that you just mentioned are really important for us to have a conversation about because the harms that are impacting other individuals, as well as companies, by the way, also has a huge impact on, uh, at, this, at this present moment. And uh, and again, I mean, you're seeing people who are leaving. You're seeing conservatives rejoice, saying, "Oh, he's going to make this all about free speech." Uh, but the bottom line is, uh, it's again causing significant problems. And if you ain't making money off advertising, you're a DOA. Absolutely. And it's really fascinating because I think that one of the things he told um, some of the advertisers that he knows that like hate speech should not be alongside advertisers, but he he just greenlit Richard Spencer. How does that work? Um, and again, you know, one of the things that uh, one of the things that when you listen to uh, again these conservatives who are just sort of elated uh, because they've been angry that Donald Trump uh, was banned by Twitter as well, uh, and, and 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 this was a place for people to be able to communicate, to be able to share. We hear about Black Twitter as well, uh, and it's literally been destroyed. Before our very eyes, some 240 million users across the world. Uh, so this is not a plaything. No, and actually, it's it's a global thing as well. I think that people miss the part that a lot of some of the organizing, some of the things that's happening in Iran and other countries, they've used Twitter to organize. They've also used Twitter to let other people know what's going on, to get the supports that they need. So it wasn't just a random thing that he's doing. I think that in some ways, he knows that this platform has been used to help with, uh, you know, Arab Spring in 2009, other aspects that we now know are happening other places. I I think there was like a big pivotal moment during Ferguson where people from, you know, Palestine was was telling uh, black people, uh, Black Lives Matter, how to deal with, you know, the tear gas and things like that. And that was being shared on Twitter. I think the broader context of what Twitter was being used for is something that he's actually been participating in trying to dismantle, in addition to, quote unquote, saying free speech by allowing people who are um, harmful, who are trying to spread uh, mis and disinformation, who are basically being violent in their rhetoric against other groups of people, giving them uh, blue checks and the ability to say whatever they want on his platform. Um, one of the things that, uh, again, is interesting when, when you look at uh, how people are responding. Uh, earlier today, uh, I saw a clip uh, that was on uh, this one put out and how, uh, you know, how, how they're being mocked uh, for decisions uh, that uh, they make. Harris Faulkner and Mercedes Slap was one of those folks they were, who were just mocking uh, people and, and, and everything they want to throw out is like woke, 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 woke. I'm going to find the clip 
but but all of these conservatives are, re are rejoicing in it. Uh, but the reality is they've tried to create uh, their own platforms and all of them have massively failed uh, to be able to match the success of Twitter. Yeah, because I think that people don't realize is that when you get into what we call, what I've been calling, you know, social media segregation, you're basically talking to yourselves, right? It's an ecosystem. And you're basically having the same conversations with the same people who believe what you believe. With something like Twitter, it, because it was more of an open network versus a closed network, you know, Facebook is kind of a closed network because you have to be friends unless your post is public and people can shut their posts down or the like. Um, but on Twitter, like, people can search Twitter and still see conversations happening across the uh, across the globe. Uh, people can have um, all their different versions of identities. If you're a disabled person, you can have a conversation with people in, in, uh, in disabled Twitter. You can have people with conversations in, in Black Twitter. And there's uh, intersections in between. And usually when these people try to go off and do their own segregated uh, platforms, they fail because they're only talking to themselves. They're only repeating each other's rhetoric. And usually in that moment, if you don't realize, they don't have people that they can attack unless they're attacking each other. And they don't want to be attacking each other. They want to attack other groups of people. I mean, but I do think that, that that's one of the reasons why it fails. Uh, are we seeing, are, I mean, are we literally seeing the demise? Uh, because I, I, I just can't imagine advertisers continuing to spend money on this platform knowing full well that this dude is just nuts. He just, you know, he he will go here, go there in a heartbeat. So I think I think the advertisers would not. I mean, just be to be honest, right? You you want to be able to trust where you're spending your money. If this person decides today, like, oh, you spent your money on this, but, you know, that was a promise and a contract that we agreed on. But today I don't want to do that. I'm going to do something different with your money. I think that that's the part that people don't understand. Like advertisers don't want that kind of instability. And that's what this that's what he's been proven to be doing. The other thing that that's really clear is the systems themselves are being are, are, are being dismantled. The infrastructure is being dismantled at some point. Some of these things are not going to work properly because the people who can make it work properly are the people that were fired. Uh, the, I think his name is Simon. I, I, I think it's Luke Simon, who was like the senior director of engineering, basically fired people and then went into Slack and said, hey, we're going to ask these people back. But we're only asking them back for their knowledge and the things that they worked on. But these were lazy people and, we, you know, they're not going to be here for a long period of time. Imagine being asked to come back to dump your knowledge into a company and then be fired again. Like that is that is literally the problem that we're having because they don't realize is that that knowledge transfer should have happened before you fired anybody. But when you make a blanket firing like they did with the 3700 and then later did it to like 4000 and something for the contractors who were also dealing with co content moderation and making sure that there were certain things in place that like why would why would advertisers want to be in a system that they know is eventually going to break and not work properly uh this is the uh, this is what took place uh just the sheer silliness of harris faulkner on fox news and i don't know why in the hell they're platforming that nutcase mercedes schlapp uh who and her and her husband they run c c uh cpac uh but uh just 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 just, just watch this, folks. And again, again, they're they're mocking all the people who who are there at Twitter and some of the cuts uh, he's making. Uh, but these are the same people who use the very same platform. So uh, let me go see if I can just play this here. Uh, here it's not even Friday yet, baby. <laughs>
Uh, welcome back. <laughs> Elon Musk, first banned working from home, and now he's getting away with free lunches for employees. Uh, hold on who one second. We'll, uh, we'll have it for you in a second. Once Control lets me know. Uh, and this, but but again, you know what you're seeing are people uh, who think this is a joke. But we're talking about employees. We're talking about people who can't afford publicists and marketers and people who literally utilize this platform for messaging. I mean, it serves, exactly. a, it serves a crucial purpose. It does. And it's, it's not just the marketing purpose, which is, which is like from a corporate perspective. A lot of marketers have used this platform for that. Uh, in many instances, you've seen the way that they've done outreach, the way they've used influencers to get their message out, the way that they've reached their target markets based on using platforms like Twitter and Facebook. But it's also, uh, you know, campaigns and politics. They've used it for those political frameworks. Like many of the aspects that we just saw during the election was being used. And the fact that he decided to, quote unquote, break Twitter just before the election is also a key part of this. So, like, even doing any digital organizing or getting any politician to participate and like, doing outreach with their videos, those are ads that they're also paying on Twitter as well. So it's not just the activists, but it's all these key pieces of how we operate in society with ads. And, and he's basically saying, I don't care about those ads uh, unless, unless it caters to what I want this platform to be. And he's saying for free speech while basically, uh, you know, dismantling free speech for certain people. Um, questions from the panel. Let's see. Uh, Rebecca, you first. Sure. So my question for you is, what's the path forward? Right now, we see that Twitter isn't capable of protecting those of us who are on Twitter and protecting us against targeted hate. So what's the path forward? How do we as users who are still on the platform navigate this until either we migrate to a different platform or um, Twitter or Elon Musk figures this out? I don't expect Elon Musk to fi figure this out, by the way. Uh, he happens to be one of those people who believe that he uh, he's the one that can fix it, and the people who could fix it, he let go. So I think the reality that I, I think that for all of us that, that we need to face is that we need to be able to still operate in this platform. For, so the first, the one of the first things I tell people to do, download your data now, get everything you can off the platform that you put up here, because that's your content. Make sure you have it and make sure you have any backup versions of that if you want to share that content anywhere else. But the other piece is that I've seen groups leave in mass, but I've also seen groups huddle together and say, we're going to do our best to protect as many people as we can on this platform and making sure that they're paying attention. And here's the key thing. I, I saw many instances where like uh, government officials were being tagged as, um, uh, you know, mis or disinformation. That's going to be a problem because official sites like um, uh, the National Wildfire, one of the National Wildfire Associations, their official status was removed. Uh, their, their blue check might be there, but there will be mimics of that. So now we have to have people paying closer attention to seeing whether or not these are really official organizations or entities or not, because now anyone can buy a blue check mark. It does not mean that they're official. It does not mean they're a real person. It also does not mean that this is not someone who's there to, to commit uh, some harmful acts. I would say still report them, document it. But ultimately, where people are going at this point, 
um, is places like uh, Counter Social, Mastodon. I'm, I'm seeing other aspects of people trying to do, co you know, uh, community building and other aspects. But up until the, up until that moment that we find where everyone else is going, um, right now pe some people are still staying to try to make sure that they, they can have that community. Um, before I go to uh, uh, Larry, here again is the mocking uh, of Harris Faulkner Mercedes. I mean, this is just how silly uh, these people are. Yeah, baby. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> Elon Musk, first banned working from home, and now he's getting away with free lunches for employees who survived the chopping block at Twitter's headquarters in San Francisco. He says Twitter spends $13 million a year on food service. And that quote, badge in record show peak occupancy was 25%, average occupancy below 10%. There are more people preparing breakfast than eating breakfast. They don't even bother serving dinner because there is no one in the building. But the move drew rapid criticism from former Twitter employees. Who would have guessed? <laughs> uh, all right. A Democrat activist who tweeted, quote, the fire, he fired three quarters of the employees and now he's planning to starve the rest of them. Oh, oh Mercedes. <laughs> I can't. This is worse uh, than Biden's student loan forgiveness program. <laughs> there he is. Uh, look, Harris, I think that it is a former woke company that is going broke and Elon is trying to save it. And that's really the, the result of this. When you're talking about the fact that in San Francisco alone, nobody, hardly anyone was going to work. They're spending a ton of money on, 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 the, on the property itself. Why not make these fundamental changes. So he did come in with the sink. He's making a statement. He's trying to make sure they don't have to go bankrupt, but it's going to be painful. And these Twitter employees, which are snowflakes, can't handle it. And, I, you know, and so we welcome the change. We want to see Twitter really become this platform for free speech and this platform to make sure that it actually can survive when it's being mismanaged by a bunch of liberal, woke, uh, you know, management types that are now gone. So, Mark, I, I, this may be a little... Mm, oh boy, I love it how we just work in woke uh, there several times, Larry. Uh, and that's really what is at play here. Uh, you know, they can't stand the fact that people actually have a point of view and get to express it, and we can blast people like her. Matter of fact, let me see the tweet showing how stupid she is right now. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, she, she, got an, she got in all the adjectives she could describe some people that, you know, Fox likes to make fun of. So you know, one of the things I want to um, I want to highlight is and ask question I want to ask is in terms of we talked about Black Twitter, and obviously Black Twitter. I've even saw something the last couple of days about folks talking about you know boycotting Twitter. I think even tomorrow, and I'm just curious what people think about. My overall role in my question is, what could happen if Black Twitter in mass leaves, and what does that mean for, a for the future of Twitter, and then secondly. Does that mean there will be some other platform that uh, members of the black community will create? Yeah, I would love, Shereen, that black people actually did that and went to fan base uh, because the bottom line is, uh, you, know, we, you know, we make folks stuff sexy. Uh, and, and again, that's supporting something that's black owned. That'd be great. Shereen, go ahead. No, absolutely. I mean, I, but we have to also remember, like, I think that's the, that's, this is part of the key piece of that is that, remember, we had that before, right? We had Black Planet. Like, don't forget, y'all. Like, it's not like we didn't do this. Well, actually, Black Planet, Black Planet still exists. It's owned by Urban One, their interactive one division. But not as many people are using it, right? Right, are precisely. 
Exactly. That's that's my point. It, like it, at the time when it was still a website, there was plenty of people who were using it. It's now m moved to mo mostly a mobile app, and we're not seeing the same kind of movement there. So that's the example that I'm sharing. That we have the capacity to build our own, but we don't necessarily do that. Fan base is another example. I think that. Uh, if black people black people leave Twitter in mass, I think that that is something that's going to definitely have an impact on the platform for sure. Because I think most of the culture of, of Twitter has come from black Twitter. I also think that that also speaks to a level of where where do we go next? Where does the the collective go? And where do we go that we can have full impact? And I think there's a difference there. Like again. It you know becomes a little bit of a social media segregation. It's just us talking to each other and not crossing our intersections or other communities, which is what Twitter gave us the opportunity to do as a public as a as a very public platform. I think the other key thing, though, I think about the the food thing. I just want to make sure that we're clear about this. Y'all seen the photos, right, of people sleeping on the floor trying to co complete the jobs of things that people were fired from. And here here he's cutting food, right? So they're supposed to sleep in their, at the place that they are, but they're not supposed to wake up and be able to get something to eat. I, I, I don't think people are connecting the full dots. They think this is some kind of like, oh, I'm just taking one, you know, this really simple thing away from, from these people. But these are the same people he's asking them to come in now and stay and work late. And then basically what they're supposed to stay in the building and, and starve to death. I, I, it's just really fascinating to me about the way and people, the way people interpret that. So I think there's, there's a combination of things about that, that uh, clip. Is, is this conversation of woke, woke, woke is still a conversation about like, what are black people able to do on these platforms and how much are we protected and where can we go to still have our voices heard and, and not just amongst ourselves, but across, uh, across other communities as well. Michael. On the, uh, on the regulation side, Senator Markey, uh, if it was today or yesterday, um, said that if platforms like a Twitter, I mean, I think he was using social media uh, totally, but uh, Twitter in particular, uh, if they don't fix it, we will, we being uh, Congress. Do you think that's the uh, the appropriate message? And what legislative fixes do you think need to come in besides the obvious ones of, of hate speech and those kind of things? I think the, the marquee thing, I think people are misunderstanding the marquee piece. Right now, all of the compliance officers have left all of them, the major privacy compliance and um, internet compliance and a couple of others, security compliance, they're all gone. They they left because we, like right now, Twitter is supposed to be answering to a, a, a dissent decree uh, with, F, with the FTC. Marquis not making a threat for something down the road. This is literally right now in front of Twitter. And, and and he's pretending like he has he doesn't have to do anything about it. I think there was like um, an email that went out from one of his personal lawyers that said like he put built you know he put ships on space so like Congress means nothing to him and he's literally saying things out loud that says that Congress means nothing. I think that there's a problem when people don't realize that there's actual laws that need to be fulfilled and he's basically saying that it's him being a genius and a billionaire. He doesn't have to uh, comply to any laws or anything like that. And I think that that's part of the problem. I think that people don't understand. He well, he took it over at a point where they have to report out. And someone has to sign that compliance agreement. 
And the people who were willing to do that, who had the capacity to do that, to make sure Twitter was doing what it was supposed to do, those people walked out. They weren't fired. They walked out. Well, uh, we'll see what happened next, but uh, it's uh, drama every single day uh, with Twitter. Uh, Shereen, we appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you for having me. Folks, going to break. We'll come back. We're going to talk Georgia politics. Uh, Herschel Walker. Every time this fool opens his mouth, I literally say, boy, can you speak English? Y'all, wait till we hear, I show y'all what this man talked about. I, I just, it, 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 it's making my head hurt even having to think about it. Also, um, the Warnock campaign, Democrats are going after Georgia over early voting. Republicans now are playing games when early voting can start. And what does this Confederate holiday have to do with it? Yeah, we'll explain it to you. All right, folks, download the Black Star Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Uh, you can also, of course, support us through joining our Bring the Funk fan club. Uh, check in money orders go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037 0196. Uh, cash app, dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. Shout out Gregory Walker, Damian Blissett, Herman Stooks Jr., David Ferris, David Brown, uh, Marcus Gutner, Joan Warren, Bradrick Bennett, Priscilla Smith, Todd McManus, Charlotta Cummings, Earl. Uh, Samelba Lewis, uh, Terry, Allison Aldrich, Corey Pearson, all of them have given uh, during the show. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm also going to, uh, let's see here. Uh, Cassandra Bob, we appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Uh, let's see here. Uh, thanks for, for giving via uh, PayPal. Let me see here. I know I got some folks uh, via Zelle. So let me go ahead and uh, give them a shout out uh, as well. Uh, Michelle Lorraine, thank you so very much. Uh, Jocelyn uh, Baus or Busse, thanks a lot. We also have uh, Lindsay Murray, Keith Claiborne. We certainly appreciate uh, you as well. Uh, let me see here. Rise Ratney, Rise Ratney. Uh, we also appreciate uh, you giving as well. Let's see here. Alita Gardner, Alita Gardner, thanks a bunch. Uh, Deborah Slaughter. Deborah, thank you so very much. Uh, Sarita Torrance. Sarita, we appreciate uh, you as money. Devin Slaughter. Devin Slaughter, thanks a bunch. Uh, and Angelia Thornton Hill, thank you so very much. Barbara Farrell, thank you so very much. Uh, Maynard Properties, we appreciate you as well. Janae, thank you very much. You just said something, I got you. Uh, Alan Reynolds, thanks a lot. Uh, Beverly Green uh, as well. I'm gonna do one more. Shalinda Lewis, Suzanne Allen Murphy Yamini. Uh, again, thank you everybody uh, who was given during the show since we've been on the air. We'll be right back. We are in sunny South Dallas. The election is coming up. It's super important that folks know who they are voting for, but more importantly, what they are voting for. Y'all, we got the free shirts and free lunch right over here. Freedom is our birthright. No matter what we're up against, we're sending a message in Dallas, in Texas, and in the country. We won't back down. That's what this bus tour is all about. 
The housing cost is one of the most capitalized areas that we have found people who are marginalized that are brown and black. We are suffering the most and I think that we have the biggest vote and the biggest impact in this election. I'm voting for affordable housing, for sure. We should not be paying the cost of a utility failure because our elected officials are too proud to say, we need help. I know that we can bring out our people to vote. It's a part of our birthrights. Right. It's a part of our heritage. And surely, it's a part of our prison, a part of our future. That's right. That's what's up. And we won't black down. Forward that message to five friends, because in that message, it's got links to how to get registered, how to check your registration status. Like I said, 2.30, we'll start um, rendezvousing right here on this street. I am voting to let our voice be heard in the rural communities that, hey, we are people too. There are things that we need. Free shirts, free food, and lots of power. We are in Longview, Texas, where black voters matter, 365. Whatever type of oppression a white supremacist throws our way, we will not black down. We are in relentless pursuit of liberation of our people. Freedom is liberation for black bodies and black communities to make economic change through political power. Freedom is choice. We won't black down. 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 hatred on the streets, a horrific scene, a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. As an angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol, we're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, we talk about the principles of mindset, strategy, and execution. This week, we're adding a fourth, faith. You're going to hear from a mother and daughter duo who are helping thousands of Black women build wealth all through their faith. You are more than you can ever imagine. Not just obtaining things to show that, but seeing yourself. Making your faith work for you, that's right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. I am on screen, and I am representing what a black man is to the entire world that's gonna see this. 
and this might be the only black man, a representation of a black man that they see. Right. So I am responsible, right, for how they see black men. And it's my responsibility to, if I am not playing an upstanding, honorable, someone with a strong principle and moral core, to make sure that this character is so specific right. that it is him, not black men. And I wish that more actors would realize how important uh, their position is as an actor, as an actor of color playing people of color on screen. Because there are people that see us all over the world in, in, in these different right. images that we portray. And not everyone knows black people to know. Yes. That's not all. We're all impacted by the culture, whether we know it or not. From politics to music and entertainment, it's a huge part of our lives, and we're going to talk about it every day right here on The Culture with me, Faraji Muhammad, only on the Black Star Network. Yo, what's up? This your boy Ice Cube. What's up? I'm Lance Gross, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. All right, y'all, I, I, I have tried my best um, uh, to just, just, I, I'm still just shocked that we even having a runoff in Georgia uh, between U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock uh, and this nutcase, Herschel Walker. Um, folks, he was at a rally. And <sighs> he was at a rally yesterday, and, and, and the topic dealt with gas emissions and green new energy and all of this and I just got to play this video and I can't wait to hear what Larry, Rebecca and Michael has to say because what I heard it, it this is just stupid okay y'all ready watch this I can promise you, Iran, Russia, and they're not talking about trying to charge a tank out in the desert. They're talking about war. And let me tell you this either. If we was ready for the green agenda, I'd raise my hand right now, but we're not ready right now. So don't let them fool you like this is a new agenda. This is not a new agenda. We're not prepared. We're not ready right now. What we need to do is keep having those gas-guzzling cars, because we got the good emission under those cars. We're doing the best thing that we can, but we need help. We need help, and those other people not helping us, China not helping us, India not helping us, but yet we're going to do it all because they're spending your money. I can promise you Iran, Russia, and they're not talking. We've got the good... <laughs> I'm going to play that again because I, I think some of y'all thought I was joking. Y'all, this is not an SNL skit. This is not an actor portraying um, Herschel Walker as if he's a Fat Albert character. This is literally Herschel Walker speaking at a rally. 
No lie, y'all. Can we play one more time? I can promise you I ran rushing. Then I Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Talking about trying to charge a tank out in the desert. They're talking about war. And let me tell you this either. If we was ready for the green agenda, I'll raise my hand right now, but we're not ready right now. So don't let them fool you like this is a new agenda. This is not a new agenda. We're not prepared. We're not ready right now. What we need to do is keep having those gas guzzling cars because we got the good emission under those cars. We're doing the best thing that we can, but we need help. We need help, and those other people not helping us, China not helping us, India not helping us, but yet we're going to do it all because they're spending your money. I can promise you I ran Russian. Not- okay. <sighs> Rebecca, we've got the good emissions onto our cars. So what? <laughs> I'm still trying to understand what I just watched. Like, 
I heard him say, we're not ready for the Green New Deal because we're just not ready yet. We have the good gas guzzling cars and we got emissions. So, so far, okay, yeah, we do have these gas guzzling cars and we have emissions. But I, I, I don't understand the point here. Like, really, does he have family? Does he have friends? I would be so embarrassed. Like His, his son told us, why this fool running? Who does he show up next week for, at the Thanksgiving meal? If I said something like that and then I showed up for Thanksgiving next week with my family, I wouldn't hear the end of it. I just I just don't understand anymore. Like, I get the whole, you know, he was running for power, great. But I just don't understand right now. This just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I, I just, like, my brain is still, like, if you saw, like, my face, like, my, my, I, I, now I sound like him. Thank you. Thank uh, you, Herschel. Uh, Michael, I he, sound like you. Michael, his was so, so nuts. Uh, well, we not ready for it. I'll be the first one to raise my hand. We not ready for the... We're not ready for the Green Deal because Republicans are blocking it. Because they're beholden to fossil fuel industry. If they actually get the hell out of the way and make the commitment and put the resources, then we're not having this issue. Then we're not behind. Look, I, I saw a tweet the other day from a Daily Caller who was trying to criticize America criticize Democrats because China is now the leader in solar panels. I'm sorry, I can remember when a Democratic president put some solar panels on top of the White House and was ridiculed by Republicans left and right, and then when Ronald Reagan became president, he took the solar panels down that Jimmy Carter put up. And guess what? Solar panels, they are an American in uh, invention. And so here you got Republicans and conservatives well, uh, here's a doggone shame that China is now the leading manufacturer of solar panels in, uh, in the world because Republicans ridiculed solar panels. That's why. I have a headache from listening to him trying to figure out what he was saying. The first, the first thing it was, I was thinking about was the... Uh, remember that old commercial, I'm getting an Excedrin headache? I mean... As my as my other colleague just mentioned, he, he's an embarrassment. The fact that more than 1.9 million people voted for this clown, and I hate calling another brother a clown, but if the shoe fits, you got to put the shoe on. He's a clown. And 1.9 million people walked into that ballot and said, I want him to represent me in the United States Senate. Wow. I, I, I sit here. Um, okay, okay. I, I got I to gotta do one more, Larry. And again, uh, I don't know what the hell Harris Faulkner is doing on, on Fox News. I got no idea. Um, so y'all going to love this one, okay? Mm. Uh, this like, is like the, 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 you know, <laughs> politics for dummies greatest hits. I don't know what it is. All right, so watch this here. Was anyone that was running? They endorsed me because they knew I was going to have their backs. They knew that I would always stand up for them. The Georgia people know I would stand up for them. And I, I thank Governor Kemp for winning again because he's done some great things for the state. Well, Governor Kemp is uh, he's, he's helping me to run as well. There's a lot of people that believes in this country. They believe in the people, and that's who I believe in. I believe in the people. And from what I've read in the Constitution, it said we the people, not we the government. 
and simply will not want the government to control your life. And uh, that's one of the things I do not want. I think right now the government has shown they're going to spend your money, they're going to raise your taxes, they're going to give you more crime, they're going to open the border. They're doing things that that's not America. They're doing things that's not Georgia. And right now, as I told people, I'm Georgia born, Georgia bred. When I die, I'll be Georgia dead. I love this state. I love this country. And I will always fight for the people and always fight for this country. Well, you know what? I had election night, uh, live audience, voters' voices. and endorse anyone that was running. Okay, all right, first of all, your ass live in Texas. And you've been living in Texas. They recruited you from Texas, and so you ain't even been living in Georgia the last number of years. But, oh, well, I read the Constitution. It said, we the people, not we the government. Larry. So, Roland, a couple the, things. The Constitution, Larry, literally spells out the government. I mean, it literally, so I it literally spells out the governance of the country. It literally spells out the number of people in the Senate, in the House, what age you can run, the Supreme Court. I mean, it literally, it said, we the people, not we the government. I Go ahead, man. I, I don't have the words, so I'm going to try. So let's unpack this a little bit. First of all, Herschel Walker is is why we have to deconstruct issues about white supremacy. That's first of all. Second of all, he is an embarrassment because all the stereotypes and misconceptions you have a black, about black men, about all the things we have talked about in terms of relationship with men, how he abuses them, et cetera, all this is reinforced, like I said, stereotypes about black men. The other thing is, Roland, it reminds me, when I see him at the podium and he was speaking to the, to the crowd and I'm watching the, the people in the crowd look at him, it reminds me of that song, Why Do Fools Fall in Love? Or the, way, the way they're looking at him. Because he doesn't know what he's talking about. To give an example, he said, instead of the Green New Deal, he said the Green Agenda. So I thought he was going to start talking about green eggs and ham or something like that because from Dr. Seuss, because it's, it's, the green, it's not the Green Agenda, right? So he can't even name policy positions properly. But this overall is an embarrassment. And I hope the folks of Georgia will um, elect uh, um, brother Senator Warnock in a couple weeks. Just so all the people who are watching, I just want y'all to understand what the Constitution actually says when they invoke we the people. Go to my iPad, Henry. It says, we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, pr provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. The actual Constitution, y'all, lays out the government. It literally lays out this is what the government is. The House, the Senate, those laws the federal government does not control, the states control those. It lays out the Supreme Court. It lays out when we elect people. It lays out how we elect people. It lays out constitutional amendments. It literally spells out the government. That's why, dumbass Herschel Walker, when someone is sworn in as a House member or as a Senate member or as the president, they literally, they literally recite an oath they do. 
Georgia, y'all have got to turn. I'm telling y'all, listen to me very clearly. Do not play games when early voting starts or when you have election day on, on December 6th. These Republicans don't care that he's an idiot. They don't care that he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Georgia, don't do like the Yahoo's idiots in Alabama who elected one of the dumbest people ever in Tommy Tuberville, a former football coach. He's now one of their two United States senators. You cannot, I repeat, you cannot let this man anywhere near the United States Senate. You have got to ensure that you are turning out and you are giving money to the Warnock campaign. Because I, I, I'm, I'm telling y'all, if, if, if what we're dealing with here, it, and Republicans do not care, we're dealing with this man potentially being one of the two Georgia senators. It would then be a tie. If Democrats maintain control and they win, it'd be 51-49. You lessen the power of uh, you lessen the power of cinema uh, and mansion, and things can get done. But I'm telling y'all, if you play around with the vote, let me let me be clear. Herschel Walker can win. Rebecca, I keep telling these people, he can win. Don't think for a second. When you get to the runoff, it's 50-50. It's 50-50. If folk don't vote, that fool can be the one as a U.S. senator, and he'll be there for the next six years, Rebecca. The next six years. Go ahead. So, a couple things. I don't know much about Herschel Walker's football career. I'm assuming he was a, a dynamic football player because that apparently is all that he has. But the other thing, let's talk about the Georgia runoff and the reason why you have runoffs in the South. Runoffs in the South were designed because they thought that black voters were less likely to show up a few weeks after um, the general election. That is the sole reason why we have runoffs in the South. So I want to make sure that every black viewer, every black voter in the state of Georgia hears me, hears me clear. This is a scheme to make sure that you don't show up to vote, that you don't show up to make sure that your voice is, is counted, to make sure that you don't have a say in our democracy. So I don't care what you have to do, if you have voter fatigue, if you're sick and tired, if you're still upset that Stacey Abrams didn't win. But I am urging you to show up to vote December 6th. Uh, folks, and as a part of that, Democrats have filed a lawsuit in Fulton County uh, to stop a ban on voting on Saturday on, no on November 26th. Uh, so the runoff election, uh, again, it's going to be on December 6th, but, 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 the, but, the, but the early voting begins on November 28th, except there's a provision that says some counties could start on November 26th. Well, now the Republicans have come out and said, oh, no, 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 because of Georgia law, they say it prohibits early voting on Saturday if a holiday falls within two days of it. Under state election law, early voting may begin as early as possible. Early voting, again, could be possible on Tuesday, November 22nd, Wednesday, November 23rd, and Sunday, November 27th. Yet, the Republicans are now saying, oh, Raffensperger 
And the elections chair said, oh, we made a mistake when we said it could be on November 26th uh, because Robert E. Lee, the, that, that, that traitor, domestic terrorist holiday, is the day before the 26th, and so the law is that way. This, this Michael, was by design by Republicans. See, this is what I keep trying to explain to people. What other reason, what other reason would you pass a law that says you can't have voting within two days of a holiday? What? Why? Because they saw the calendar. They don't want early voting on a weekend because they know folk are going to show up and more Democrats will show up. I didn't even know they had uh, Confederate holidays anymore. I thought oh, hell yeah, they do. Tennessee does. Alabama. Yeah. Mississippi. Look, the Republicans, they celebrate the Confederacy. Those white domestic terrorists more than anybody else. That's crazy. And that's South Carolina, too. Crazy. Hey, that's crazy. Um, you know, it'll be interesting. I think well, part, of the, part of the problem is self-inflicted because um, whether there's voter suppression, clearly we know there is, but you know, the issue is, and I heard, you know, when I was talking to some folks uh, in, in Georgia a couple days ago, I already voted. I voted for Abrams. She didn't win. I voted for Warnock. He had more votes, but he didn't win. And now they want me to go vote again? And I'm not suggesting all black Georgians think that way. Clearly, they do not. But there are a group that do feel that way. And we have to fix no matter when there's an election, I don't care if it's for dog catcher, people of color need to be in line voting for everything because that is the one way, A, your voice is heard and elections have consequences. So I hope that folks are taking this seriously. I, you know, I, I'm glad that Senator, uh, the Senator of Nevada, Senator Masso won. I mean, I think that's fabulous. But the win also, I hope folks don't now feel a letdown in Georgia Oh, we don't really need it. Doesn't matter. We still we kept the Senate. No, this is why what you mentioned, Roland, is exactly right. To balance out Machen and Cinema, we got to have that other seat. So it would be wonderful if folks uh, got out and voted in Georgia. Uh, too. And, and, and Larry, I, I keep trying to tell people, don't play around with stupid. Th this was this was Tommy Tuberville running against Senator Doug Jones in Alabama. And this is Tommy Tuberville discussing the Voting Rights Act. Let me say it again, y'all. This is not an SNL skit. <laughs> this is real. And this idiot is sitting in the United States Senate right now, representing Alabama, home of the black belt, the cradle, if you will, the cradle of voting rights. That so I, I just I, I'm setting up for y'all. So Y'all, this is real. Listen. The thing about the Voting Rights Act is, uh, uh, it's you know, you, 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 you there, there's a lot of different things you can look at it as. You know, who's it going to help? Uh, you know, what direction do we need to go with it? Uh, I think it's important that that with everything we do, we keep secure. We keep an eye on it. It's run by our government, and it's run to the, to the point that we, it, it, it's got structure to it. It's like education. I mean, it's got to have structure. Uh, now, for some reason, we look at things to change 
to think we're going to make it better, but we better do a lot of work on it before we make that change. Larry, he actually said. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Education. Go ahead. Listen, please do not ask me to interpret what, that, what he was trying to say because I have no idea what he was talking about. He talked about the fact that you know uh, the Voting Rights Act and essentially is kind of the, and it, and it, um, you know uh, Jim Crow in America, or he could have talked about you know the impact the 2013 Supreme Court case had on the Voting Rights Act. But listen, we we we, we won't get into that. And listen, bro. In terms of Tuberville, he's he was a, he was a much better coach than he is U.S. senator, and that is not the only clip that I've seen from him say something that makes absolutely no sense. But once again, this is our U.S. senator, and also see a theme a theme here for not only Tuberville being a former coach, 
but also Herschel Walker being a former player. So listen, let let, let the folks who, who want to coach and be pro athletes, let them retire and go play golf. But we should not allow them to be U.S. senator. And and listen, we cannot have Herschel Walker for the next six years, you know, be one of two U.S. senators from the state of Georgia. And Roland, the other point is about, you know, we're at, you know, we're more looking at 50-50 in terms of Senate. It's better to be 59, 51, 49, because then we take out some of the nonsense from some of the other U.S. senators we've already mentioned and also allows Democrats to continue to work for the future to padding that number over the next couple of years. So I need we need black folks and folks in general in Georgia to vote for Senator Warnock so that we can be 50, 51, 49. I literally, Rebecca, have, I mean, that was an actual audio of Tommy Tuberville. It was very disjointed, but he told off on himself with that, and with the first line. He said that with the Voting Rights Act, we need to understand who is targeted to help. Who is it supposed to be helping? And I think in that, he told off on himself, even though the rest of what he said was discombobulated and very disjointed and a bunch of non secadors. Um, but that's what this is about. I know sometimes some of your viewers and just people in general might be tired of hearing the whole black thing or the whole white and black thing. But let's talk about when it comes down to voting rights in this country. This is about making sure at its root, it was always about making sure that black folks weren't full actualized citizens in this country, that we didn't have a full right, even though we were here at the beginning as well. But it's to dis count us in the history and the making and the foundation of America. And so a lot of these folks who are against uh, making sure that we have a strong um, Voting Rights Act, a lot of folks who are on the side of, of Shelby, a lot of those folks, uh, sorry, those folks who were, um, who supported um, gutting um, the Voting Rights Act, sections three and five, is because they don't want black people voting. So let's be clear. I know some of the people in this scheme now don't want young people voting. They don't want the elderly voting. They don't want the poor voting. They don't want other communities of color within communities of color. But when we look at black folks in this country, that's what this thing was about, was making sure that black folks in this country didn't have the right and the full agency under this constitution in this very country. I'm just telling y'all. All right, folks, got to go to break. We come back. Uh, our Marketplace segment, uh, Puzzle Company, uh, emphasizes the importance of black art. We'll break that thing down next uh, in our segment. Of course, where we focus on black-owned businesses. Uh, you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered right on the Black Star Network. We'll be right back. We're all impacted by the culture, whether we know it or not. From politics to music and entertainment, it's a huge part of our lives. And we're going to talk about it every day right here on The Culture with me, Faraji Muhammad, only on the Black Star Network. I am on screen and I am representing what a black man is to the entire world that's going to see this. And this might be the only black man, a representation of a black man that they see. Right. So I am responsible, right, for how they see black men. And it's my responsibility to, if I am not playing an upstanding, honorable, someone with a strong principle and moral core, to make sure that this character is so specific. Right. That it is him, not black men. 
And I wish that more actors would realize how important uh, their position is as an actor, as an actor of color playing people of color on screen. Because there are people that see us all over the world in, in, in these different right. images that we portray. And not everyone knows black people to know. Yes. That's not all. about blackness and what happens in black culture we're about covering these things that matter to us uh, speaking to our issues and concerns this is a genuine people-powered movement There's a lot of stuff that we're not getting you get it and you spread the word we wish to plead our own cause too long have others spoken for us. We cannot tell our own story if we can't pay for it. This is about uh, covering us. Invest in black-owned media. Your dollars matter. We don't have to keep asking them to cover our stuff. So please support us in what we do, folks. We want to hit 2,000 people, $50 this month, raise $100,000. We're behind 100000 so we want to hit that. Y'all money makes this possible. Checks and money orders go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037- 0196. The cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zelle is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. You know what's on the ballot. It's not just legislation and policies we believe in, it's democracy. Our democracy. There's a choice on the ballot between freedom and fear, between cruelty and compassion between chaos and community, between voting or violence, and the end of rights generations have fought for. The extremists have a plan, a roadmap for a nation where your voice is silenced and your vote is a memory, where they count their votes and cast ours aside. That's why this year, this fight, this vote is so important. Register, engage, volunteer, Fight back against the disinformation and despair. And most of all, vote. Because your vote is all that stands between our future and theirs. Hi, I'm L.D. Barge. Hey, yo, Peace World. What's going on? It's the Love King of R&B, Raheem Devon. And you're watching Roland Martin, Unfiltered. Of course, uh, in uh, our marketplace segment, we always are talking about black-owned businesses in terms of uh, their products. Well, guess what? Uh, today's guest uh, deals with puzzles. That's right. Now, we've talked about puzzles before, but what they're doing is uh, emphasizing uh, black art uh, as a part of that. Pretty cool, huh? Uh, when you think about that, uh, it's a unique way to get people uh, interested uh, in uh, the uh, art, and guess what? Some $2 billion is spent every single year on puzzles. The company is called Dope Pieces Puzzle Company, and the firm's the narrative of Black Lives. Chris Hale uh, is the uh, founder, and so founder and CEO uh, of uh, Dope Pieces Puzzle. Joins us now from Atlanta. So uh, where did the, well, the ideas start from? Hey, well, 
I was a puzzler since I was five years old. And as I got older, I had a hard time finding puzzles that represented me, people that looked like me, or the culture. I had a really good friend who was an artist, and he was getting ready for a show. He showed me an image of this beautiful Black woman, and it automatically resonated with me. And I was like, this is what we're going to do next. Dope Pieces was born from that. Um, and, uh, you know, when you, when, when we think about it, so you, you're playing, you're, you're obviously, you're trying to solve the puzzle, but it's also teaching and educating and giving for people an appreciation uh, of black art. How, how many different uh, puzzles do you have? Currently, I have a 11 that are available, and we're going to release another two to three in early January. So always looking for new artists, but absolutely. It is connecting people with art. It's introducing people to art in a new way. It's a conversation piece and a way to bring people together over something beautiful. Uh, absolutely. Questions go to my panel. Uh, Rebecca, I'll start with you. Rebecca? Rebecca, you first up with a question. Sure. So can you tell us how we can um, access your art and get it? Absolutely. You can go to the website, which is dopepieces.art. We are also located in a few stores. If you go to the website, they're listed on there. We're in the Denver Art Museum. I just did a drop-off at the King Center. We're also in Village Retail in Atlanta and a few stores in Maryland. But you can go to the website I've first. Thank you. And then I have a follow-up question. I noticed like some of my friends, like even like for mental health during the pandemic, they really got into puzzles. And so has that really impacted um, some of the work that you're doing and with the interest in um, using this um, art um, for puzzles? So I'll tell you honestly, so the pandemic did not affect dope pieces as much as George Floyd. When he passed away, a number of people were looking to support Black-owned companies, and they were also looking for themselves within their hobbies. And so that's actually what turned around Dope Pieces, and it really is an opportunity for people to see themselves reflected positively, and it was something that we really, really were looking for at that time. And even with the pieces that are coming up, the image it's showing right now, um, the journey, it's a family that, you know, is moving forward, the history lesson, and these beautiful pieces by Patrick Doer, it's an opportunity for people to see themselves and have a positive interaction with art and with the people that they're working the puzzles out with. It's, yeah, it's been a really good experience. Larry. Yeah, you talked about, you know, in terms of, you know, doing the George Floyd, right after post-George Floyd, in terms of some of the growth you've seen people going to support Black-owned businesses. We've seen a mm -hmm. lot also the last two, three years in terms of, like, these large corporations like Target, et cetera, supporting Black-owned businesses. And I was curious to see if you've had any of these, you know, entities, large corporations reach out to you, uh, any current or future partnerships. Well, absolutely. So I just finished the Target Accelerator Program, which they focus on um, black and brown businesses that usually don't have the opportunity to get the information that's needed. But absolutely, I've had conversations with the Hawks. I've spoken to people with Target. Actually, I am uh, with, um, I'm at Disney World right now, where they are doing segments in an intensive with black-owned businesses. So absolutely, um, moving into those avenues and taking advantage of every opportunity. Michael. Ms. Hale, uh, congratulations. Keep up the good work. Um, Thank you. What did you, what'd you say the website was again? It is dopepieces.art. Dopepieces.art. 
dopepieces.art. Yes, and then follow me on social media under Dope Pieces Puzzle Company or Dope Pieces. And I live I live in D.C. Where in Maryland uh, are you located? I know it'll be on the so website. There's a store, uh, Couples Tea. They have another location they just opened. And then um, Sips. So it's listed on the website. So they're now in four locations in Maryland. Got it. Well, keep up the good work. Though. The art looks wonderful. Thank you. And, uh, and I'm, I'm so proud. So uh, keep up the good work. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I appreciate the opportunity to speak with everybody today. All right, folks. Again, Dope Pieces Puzzle Company. Uh, check it out. Uh, if you like uh, if you like to put together puzzles, uh, here's a, a interesting way to do so. And also educating yourself and appreciating black art. Uh, thanks a lot. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, folks. Uh, that is it for us. Uh, I am traveling to Las Vegas tomorrow for a conference. Monique Preston is going to be sitting in for me. I'll be back. I'll be here Thursday uh, from Las Vegas. So look forward to that. Uh, folks, don't forget, if you want to support us in what we do, uh, download the Black Star Network app available on all platforms, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Also, you can support us by joining our Brina Funk fan club. Your dolls make it possible for us to do what we do. Uh, with that segment, you see we feature every Tuesday uh, Black-owned businesses, every Monday. Our Fit Live Win segment uh, is, of course, uh, dealing with the issues of health and wellness. And then, of course, Tech Talk is on Wednesdays. Education Matters uh, is on Fridays. Plus, we have our uh, floating segments, our Where's Our Money segment. Remember, you're also supporting this show and five other shows on the Black Star Network. Uh, and so, it's a lot that you're getting for your donation, and so we certainly appreciate if you do. Send a check and money order to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zelle is Roland at RolandSMartin.com. Roland at RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. And be sure to get your copy of my book, White Fear, How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds. Available uh, at Ben Bella Books, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, IndieBound, Bookshop, Chapters, Books A Million, Target. You can also download the book on the app Audible, and or you can order through your favorite black bookstore. Again, to my panel, thank you so very much. Very much. Always glad to have y'all on the show. Thanks a bunch. Folks, that's it. I will see y'all tomorrow right here. Roller Martin Unfiltered, Black Star Network. Y'all know how we always end the show. Also, first of all, let me thank all of y'all for the birthday uh, uh, birthday comments, uh, text messages, videos. Appreciate all of that. Uh, and so, uh, and, and let, let me say this here, folks. I know a lot of people get caught up and they think, oh my goodness, people keep, keep asking what you do on your birthday. Uh, let me actually show you this. Last night, of course, I, I went to uh, the dinner that took place. Uh, it, was, it was held um, um, at uh, the Four Seasons uh, in um, uh, in Houston. It was honoring uh, my man, Chris Tucker. Uh, and so we had a great time uh, with him, Dr. Ruth Simmons, the president of Prairie View A&M University. Uh, she uh, gave Chris the President's Award. They also, uh, so he spoke to the students that day. And so they were there uh, also uh, celebrating. And so uh, always good to see my man, Chris. Uh, great dinner last night. So congratulations on all that he has done uh, for Prairie View. 
A&M University uh, and Dr. Ruth Sibbins, who is doing an amazing job. She steps down, retires uh, in June as a president of Preview A&M University. So I appreciate her uh, inviting me to that dinner. And so that's how I that's how I celebrated my birthday. And I tell folk, you don't have to sit, you, you can you can party later. You don't have to do stuff on the day of your birthday. Uh, but you know, we still get to work in. Uh, and so it was great uh, to be in my hometown, Houston, seeing him, uh, but also seeing uh, my frat brother uh, as well. The mayor of the mayor, the mayor of um, uh, Houston, uh, Texas, Sylvester Turner. Uh, we saw him as well uh, there last night. So let me go ahead and give my man uh, Sylvester, my, my Al Michael, my alpha brother, uh, just in case you are confused, uh, Michael, uh, how we do it. Uh, so uh, we were uh, we were all there. Uh, and uh, let me see how I'll pull it up in a second. Uh, I'll find the photo and show it. Uh, do I have it on this phone here? See y'all, this is what happened. You got all these phones, you got all these phones uh, and you're always uh, uh, getting them mixed up. So let me see here. I can show y'all real quick. Let me go right here. All right, Roku, we got it, got it. Uh, and so uh, here is a photo of my man, Mayor Turner, uh, with uh, Chris Tucker. Uh, and here's a photo of him with Dr. Ruth Simmons uh, as well. So glad to see everybody there. All right, y'all, that's it. I'll see y'all. Y'all take care. Holla! Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.